Hello, and welcome back to God in Therapy with your favorite therapist, Tara Body, and my wonderful co-host, my husband, Jason, Jason Body. Hey, King. Hello. Thank you hey. for coming back with me tonight to talk about mm, sexless marriages. Sexless marriages. Sexless marriages. What is a sex? Before we even get into what is a sexless marriage, <laughs> I know. Let's I think, pray. Hey, we need to pray on this one before we even get started. <laughs> let's it's, pray because the people <laughs> probably like they having no sense. What's going on? In this group. Look. <laughs> We're talking about it because y'all are talking about it. But let's Absolutely. go to God. Go ahead. All right. Heavenly Father, <laughs> we just come to you uh, asking that you bless this conversation. You bless uh, the word that's going to come forth and uh, hoping and, and praying that, you know, this will help someone. Um, we ask that you just anoint our tongues in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, look, just go <laughs> stop being tight. <laughs> We're talking about it because it's happening. I am a marriage counselor. We do marriage counseling. Yep. I'm a therapist, and y'all are out here in sexless marriages. I'm talking to too many couples, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm talking to too many people that tell that tell me the last time they had sex was three, four, five, six months ago. Okay, y'all just upset all the single people who are waiting to get married. Y'all just <laughs> sold us down the toilet. My single friends are like, what do you mean? Because I can't wait to get married. I'm a Christian holding out. And you telling me it's people actually married with somebody in the bed next to them and not having sex. Yes, it's a real thing. It's not a myth. Mm -hmm. So we got to talk about what's going on. And we, not, we, get, we have to go to the word of God on this. So I'm going to go to the word of God. So y'all can deal with God first, and then we're going to talk about why is this happening and why y'all got to come out of that. So let's give them the scripture first so y'all can see what God said before we get into it. So 1 Corinthians 7, uh, we're going to chapter 7, and we're in verse 4. It says, the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to the wife. Number five says, do not deprive each other, except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. That's a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole lot right there because these people not not having sex so they can go pray, Jay. I, I just do not believe that they're um, using their sex time at night to go pray. Yeah. So so let's 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 start. Let's start from let's start with the basics. Let's start with the basics. What is what are some of the things that we are hearing? Let's share with the audience. What are some of the things we're hearing as the reason so to why? Let me You're say what the wives sex. are saying. Let me okay. let me just tell you what the wives are saying. Let me tell their business. The <laughs> wives are saying the belly's too big. No, I'm just kidding. The belly's too big. No, they are saying <laughs> the belly's are too big. They say the man out of shape, Tyra, is not sexy when he take off his clothes, and I ain't trying to figure it out no more, and I'm not about to try to make my mind see something that I'm not seeing. He need to go to the gym. Some women, it's just that basic. They're like, if he would go work out, lose a few pounds, care about his appearance, Tyra, I'll go, but I'm not doing it. And it's not because these men are sick or ill. They're just letting it go. I'm giving you the wives now. Okay. I'm just, okay. just going to give you what the wives are telling me because the men thinking it's something deep. And the lady said she's looking for your six-pack search. Can't find it. 
She's saying you're making or, it too or, hard. Or at least a two-pack. At least a two-pack. Two okay. the, the, okay. It's just a big pack. It's just it's a lot. <laughs> and she can't find the stuff she used to find easily. Y'all can, y'all can do whatever y'all want to. I'm trying to help somebody. Sir, she needs you to go to the gym. She says you don't wear no cologne no more. You're not dressing up anymore. You're making her work too hard to be attractive. Yes, back in the day, she could just see you walk through the door, get all hot. Y'all been together so long that don't work no more. She needs you to work out. Now, deeper issues. Mm-hmm. Some of the wives are a little resentful over certain things. They're saying he's not romantic. He hasn't upped his game. He's still just walking up to her, just grabbing a butt and a boob. He ain't figured out his other parts of her body that he should be touching, exploring, and caring about. And she's like, it's just, he's, he's, uh uh-uh. He's not romantic. The, the way that he, you know, used to come up to her in the 20s and just saying, hey, let's get together. That's not working anymore. And so because he's not evolving in his romantic game, mm-hmm. she's tired of it. She's tired of it that... Y'all wanted me to go deep, but it ain't deep. These women are like, it ain't that deep, tired. It's just that he got the same game. He's not trying. He's so tired. He's not warming me up. I'm an oven, not a microwave. And, and uh, yeah. the older we get, the longer it takes for the oven to warm up. It's just, uh, it's just nature. Sure. But they're asking for this response from the woman like this, like it was 15, 20 years ago. And it's just not. We're not like that. And they're getting frustrated. We're having to do a little bit more work. Mm. So the women are like, if you so frustrated and don't want to do a little bit more work, then we're not going to do it. Well, Alrighty then. Oh, <laughs> that's what so, the people said. I'm so, just saying what the people said. I don't have a sexless marriage. It's the people with the sexless marriage. This is what they're telling me. I'm just. So from a, from a, from a man's perspective too. Um, and, and what I've heard sort of similar not as much not as broad you know um she don't look like she used to you know um and then we can and we we can dissect this in a second um but from some of the guys that i've talked to yeah she after she had kids and i know that is a touchy touchy subject how dare you right after she had kids it's not it's not what it used to be and and that's yeah. and that's okay, and it won't be <laughs> that child How- thirteen. Y'all start tripping that baby thirteen. That ain't that ain't no baby fat baby. Go on to the gym with your husband. But that, th- you know nah. that's a, that's a smart. But you're you making a good point um, when we talk about partnership. But for I think a lot of times for guys, from what I hear, because I kind of flip it back on them. I say, hey, what are you doing? Right. To to you know to try to make things better or to try to make things more intimate, you know, with your, with your spouse. Um, and it does take that partnership, but a lot of times they, I'm tired. Mm. That's, that's, that's another thing. I, well, I'm just, you know, depending on what age bracket you're in. Right. Um, some folks just say, Hey, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of, I work, I work, I come home. I just want to get something to eat and I just want to go to sleep. Well, I, I think there's a little, um, lack of, knowledge here when it comes to those of us who get who are getting older it's just a fact there's nothing that any of us can run away from people this is biology and if you study biology and the hormones the older we get we start to lose the estrogen the testosterone fellas is not to hurt your feelings or make you feel any type of way but as you get older starting at about age 37 your testosterone levels start to drop Meaning you're not going to have the energy. You're taking midday naps. 
your sex drive is not the same. You start losing hair mm -hmm. because of biology. And I think a lot of men are not ready to admit that. Yeah. That, okay, yeah, it's something going on, but there are specialists that they can go to to get yeah. the hormonal treatments. Yep. And get right back into shape, get the energy back, the sex drive back, and still be able to please their wives even into their 40s and 50s. Mm -hmm. And something something you said early on too, because um, I love the oven microwave um, statement or analogy because, mm -hmm. like you said, you know, back when you first got married and you was 25 years old, your body was in a, in a total different state right. at that point in time. You know, you're 45 now, 20 years later, you can't do things like you used to when you were 25. Your hormones don't work the same. Your body doesn't work the same. Your brain doesn't function the same. Let alone, let's throw in some kids. Oh, my goodness. Let's throw in career. Let's throw in a lot of stuff that's just on your mind, you know. Um, and so it's, it's, it's one of those things that you have to be intimate with each other. Right. And that's something, you know, that definition um, of intimacy is something that, that I think a lot of people miss. Because they, they think it's just about sex. They miss it. And, and I, and I want to help men out because they, they really think that men, women are just being difficult when we talk about this oven microwave thing. But I really want you all, men, I want you to understand what's happening in a woman's brain. A lot of times we have a lot of windows open. And when I mean windows, I mean like on the computer where you may open up a lot of windows, a lot of tabs. Mm. We have about 20 things going through our head on a daily basis. About 20 things. Sex may be one tab, but I also have the kids, the job, the house, the laundry, the friends, the family members, this person going through this. We have a lot of things on our mind, just as you, some of you may. So when we say we need a warm up, we're saying, help me start to close those windows so that I can leave just one open. I can finally get to the point where there's one window open and mm. it's just the moment mm. that you and I are in. Because, hey, I will admit, as a woman, I'm, I'm getting ready for bed, I'm getting ready for sexy time, but I'm also thinking about, it's the, the kids got lunch tomorrow too, and ooh, I forgot to call so-and-so back. And my, you could be right here kissing on my face and I'm still like, mm. and then I have to pull myself in and say, hey, Stop that for a second so you can pay attention to what's happening right now because that's why it's taking you too long to get in the mood because your mind is not even there. Yep, and that's where that partnership comes in. Right. Because me as your as your husband, and if I see, especially if I see that you're not into it at that particular moment, I need to pause and stop and say, hey, what's on your mind? Right. Hey, what's, what's going on? And then that opens up a further conversation of, Jason, I need you to help me with X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking about the kids um, and they need food. Okay, you need me to go grocery shopping. You right. need me to, you know, help get their lunch together. Help, like you said, close those windows um, with you and, and for not even so much for you, but help close those windows with you. Mm -hmm. So when it does come to that intimate time um, and whenever you designate that, um, and sometimes it's spontaneous, but whenever you designate that, it makes it an easier transition. Right. Um, and your your the the gears in your head aren't spinning as much. Right, because women, I, I, I'm going to be honest, it don't take much to turn us off. Once yeah. we get, <laughs> especially once we get to a certain age, it's kind of like I want to be with you, I want to have that connection, but I came home and them dishes you said you were going to do were not done, <laughs> and we're like this. Man does not care. Now I'm left to do these dishes. I'm gonna do them mad. And yes, I am turned off. Yeah. And then here you go, walking the door like, yeah, I remember that text you sent me earlier. Yeah, let's go. And we're like, we good. I'm I'm fine. I I 
And, and then you get mad because we're not communicating that. Right. And you're like, what, what, what you talking about? I got ready. I, I bought, you know, I'm, and we're like, because I just don't, I'm not into it. And this lack of communication, this lack of partnership, this lack of talking things out, solving problems today together leaves everybody going to bed with nothing, with turning nothing. In, in, mm-hmm. a, in a separate direction, mm-hmm. which the word of God says if you keep doing this, you're going to allow Satan in, in, into, into, your, your, into your marriage because yeah. it says y'all don't have no self-control. God says you don't. He said somebody in that marriage going to end up where they don't need to be the more y'all are apart. And see, these podcasts, this is for Christians. I'm trying to tell you all, Christians, God said, I know y'all. So if you leave your spouse out there, you're about to lead them into something where they're going to need to get that out because they lack self-control. They're either going to get caught up in pornography or they're going to get caught up in infidelity because you made sex not even a thing. You don't think they need to get that out. You don't think that they need that affection. And so one of the things um, a couple of shows ago, I was talking to the women about why a man gets married, what makes us stand above the rest, what makes... Um, women different from a roommate I said is that love and affection that you can get from us so I want you to kind of talk about that from a male's perspective what does it mean to receive for you as a male to receive as a man to receive love and affection from your wife and to be wanted and desired yeah so it's not always let's just kill that myth it's not always about sex Mm -hmm. sex is great you know Um, but from a, a affection standpoint and I really wasn't the most affectionate person when you met me um I really you know it was it was I'm not gonna say it was weird it was foreign to me to have someone be the touchy-feely type um but what I have grown to um love about that was I tapped into or you tapped into a side of me I didn't even know I had right um and with that affection side and i think that's why you know god blessed me with three daughters um because he knew that was a a part of me that was missing um and so just you being affectionate with me um sometimes that's all i need you know um just that touch that that reassurance and i i can't even begin to tell you what that does for my confidence you know, a lot of times um, early on in my career when I was trying to figure it out um, and you're sitting here and you're, you know, you're in my head saying it's going to be OK. You give me those words of affirmation. It's the little things um, like that. Like I said, it's not always about sex. Sex is great. And when we have those moments, we have those moments. But um, it's important to men that one, we we have the feeling that our spouse has our back. Mm. Because if I don't feel that my spouse has my back and I don't feel that you're in my corner, now I'm wondering and I'm looking at you sideways saying even, you know, can I trust you? Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, but Satan will put people in your life that give you that false impression of, hey, I'm in your corner. That's why and I'm, I'm going to say this. Be careful. Be careful, both men and women who you talk to about your spouse. Absolutely. Be very careful because the same person that you're confiding in saying, my wife doesn't do X, Y, and Z, they're taking notes. I'm like, okay, so all it's going to take for me is to rub your head or, or to speak words of affirmation. Next thing you know, you like, oh man, 
she's giving me that, that we can talk about 80, 20%. She's giving me that 20% that I'm not getting at home. Right. And now I'm all jacked up in my head thinking that 20% is what I need. Right. When your wife still got the 80%, but guess what? If you open your mouth and communicate and, and, and talk to your spouse and let them know this is the 20% that I'm missing, she can have that 20%. And it's so important that um, wives and husbands both, I'm not going to just say wives, wives and husbands both give that, that extra effort and listen to each other. Right. Um, to help understand and, you know. and depending on what stage you are in your marriage people say that's 20 percent. no that may be the 80 at that point to yep. you if you say look we got the money we we have the prestige i have the career and to me the biggest thing to me at this point in my life is love and affection mm-hmm. that could feel like 80 yeah when somebody yep. else is giving that to you and the other things you all have built feels like 20 right Cause, because you're like, I, I, don't, I don't care about the money anymore. I don't care about what the house we got and all that when I don't feel like I have a connection with anybody. Mm-hmm. When I feel like I come home to an empty house because my spouse is gone uh, or they're at work late and they're not paying attention to me, that could be feeling like 80. Yeah. And this is why a lot of people are stepping out of their marriages because they're saying, in this time in my life, that is the priority. That is bigger than to me than all of that because a lot of wives may feel that way sometimes they mm-hmm. they're they're in marriages and they they strive with their husbands to achieve a lot of stuff but then there comes a point where they really need to tell their husband yes i appreciate what you've built i appreciate the money i appreciate all of that but at this point your love your affection and coming in here and 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 digging into my emotions is bigger than all the things it's mm-hmm. bigger than that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people get shocked when their spouse leaves them for somebody that in all accounts they feel like have a lower status mm. <laughs> they're like that person doesn't even make as much money as me right. that person doesn't even have as much as many money as me they don't even dress as nice as me well it wasn't about that for it your wasn't spouse. about that yep it, yep it was about the attention the person gave the time they gave to their needs the the listening ear they gave and that's what pulled them away mm-hmm. from everything. Yeah. And people don't understand why would they walk away from everything to them? That was everything yeah. at that period. I remember talking to a group of guys some years ago and um, we kind of had a round table. What, what was the expectation of what you think your wife is missing? Right. And believe it or not, it wasn't about money. It wasn't about, you know, it wasn't about things or stuff. Right. It was about time. Mm-hmm. It was about dating, like, you know, dating your spouse again. Um, and it's just that whole being romantic. How hard is it to, if flowers is, 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 is something that um, your spouse like, get them just flowers. Them. Just <laughs> Words of affirmation. If, if, if your wife just, you know, if, if that is her love language and you're telling her, hey, great job. I'm proud of you. Right. You're a wonderful mother. Say it. It's the, right. It's the small things. It's simple. And it's and I think a lot of people and that's that's a great assessment I think everyone should do um, is to find out what love what is the love language right. um, for your spouse, for what you do, and your spouse. What you do know? I do that when I do it, you feel incredibly loved by mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You and I, I remember we had a challenge about a year or two ago. We, we just started this whole yes thing with each other that we don't fight over the requests that we make of each other. Right. If I say, babe, I want some flowers Friday. You're like, OK. Mm-hmm. I say, mm-hmm. hey, babes, uh, send me some text during the day. You know, you say, okay. 
Right. Like we stop. Not why, why do you want that or right. what's the point or yeah. I don't want to do that. It's right. not about your preference. It's about loving your spouse in the language mm -hmm. that they want you mm -hmm. to love them in. Mm -hmm. That's like I'm speaking English. You're speaking Spanish. And I'm like, I'm not about to learn Spanish just because you speak Spanish. Right. I'm speaking English and you need to learn English. No, I need to also oh, learn Spanish. Spanish. I need to right. be bilingual. Right. And a lot of our love languages are not bilingual. Nope. We speak only one language, the language that we prefer, the language that is easier for us, the language that we've been speaking, and we don't want to be bilingual. Right. We don't want to say, I also want to speak your love language too. Mm -hmm. If words of affirmation is your love language, sweetheart, I'm going to give you love words of affirmation. I know I've never given it. It's not part of my family. I don't really know how. I don't even need it, but you do. Mm -hmm. So because mm -hmm. you do, I'm a, I'm going to be an expert on affirmation. Yep. You know, I'm going to put, cause I, I used to tell you, I said, baby, put a reminder in your phone. In the beginning, I said, put a reminder in your phone to send me a, 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 a text message or a word of affirmation until it becomes natural, natural. to you. Mm -hmm. I said, put reminders because I'm not going to care that a phone had to remind you. I'm just going to rem remember my husband took the effort to do something that I asked of him. Right. And that in itself makes me feel loved. That made me feel incredibly loved is the fact that you were willing to come out of your comfort zone, something you usually didn't do, and do it just because I asked, just for me, just because you love me. And I and people, this is the the place you have to come out of your stubbornness is I know some things happen. I know there are some things in the past that happened with your spouse that made you angry. Sometimes in your marriage where they weren't listening to you, they weren't considering your feelings, but we got to lay that down. We got to come into counseling. We have to get forgiveness. We have to ask, extend grace to our spouse mm -hmm. and say, where do we go from today? Because we can't keep going down this road because you're going to end up divorced. Yep. You're going to end up where a spouse is leaving. And people really truly believe my spouse is not going anywhere. We've been married for 30 years. I have seen the 30 year marriages end in divorce. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's no trophy for time spent. It's not prison. Right. right. Um, <laughs> that person will eventually leave you. Yep. If they believe they can get something else somewhere else. Yeah. And so all of that to say, you start fixing those things mm -hmm. and the intimacy in your bedroom will come back. Oh, yeah. You know, naturally. The, the, yeah, naturally. And so, um, you know, one of the, the, the big things, too, when you talk about the physical appearance and you talk about, you know, and guys are stubborn, you know, um, just by nature. We are. Right. Um, and so I a lot of times we we get our wives. We, we quote unquote, you know, um, we've won this game that we've been mm. playing, so to speak. Conquered. Conquered. We've conquered the game, you know. And so, but it doesn't mean that's where it stops. Right. It has, you're, you're married for a lifetime. To death do you part. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, oh, we marry and then we have some kids and the intimacy stops. Right. The love making stops. That's tragic. It that's, is. It's so tragic it because where else am I about to get this affection and love and I'm married to you and I want to live right according to God's laws. Exactly. And then you're not giving it to me mm -hmm. or not making it where I'm wanting it from you. Right. So where do we go? Right. Where do we go when our spouse says, well, I'm done with that. I don't really care about the love, the intimacy and the affection. So... That's prison right there. Yeah. So you're telling me I have to stay with you to death do us part, but I don't get anything else out, of, out this. of it. Yep. The, 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 the affection is gone. The sex is gone. And you have people giving their spouse that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, 
here here's just a, a a golden nugget for men if you are if you're dealing with the whole physical aspect go to the doctor go get to the out. doctor you know get a gym membership just start by walking you know basic eating stuff. eating and and even more so if you're not doing it for um sexual pleasure as far as losing weight do it for yourself right your health do it, do it for your health you, you know? want to live long, right? You want you want to live long, and 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 women you know, the you, same. Ladies, don't make him feel bad um, for telling you, "Hey, sweetheart, I really believe you need to take care of yourself and go to the gym." You can't be sensitive saying you got to love me the way that I am. That's not true because you were not that way. Mm-hmm. You're you were not that way when he met you. You have let go of your health. Because that's what it is. When you let go of your body and not taking not taking care of your body, you are letting go of your health. You're putting yourself in an unhealthy place where you can suffer from high blood pressure, heart attacks, strokes, because you're not taking care of yourself. And that's irresponsible because both of you need each other to live well into your older age. Why would you not care and leave your spouse a widow? Yeah. And, and, and we're not talking to, because I don't want anyone to get offended to say, hey, I have a physical ailment that keeps me yeah. from, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not talking about that. Not that we're, we're talking, yeah. But those that are able, mind and body to, to be able right. to do better, do better. Do better. Do if, better. You, if you can do better, do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and God is calling us to do better because mm-hmm. he says we must come together as often as possible because yep. the correlation for God is when you're not married, I don't need y'all coming together because it's going to create this oneness that is hard to break. He said, but when you're married, I need that oneness. Yep. I need you all to come together as often as possible because it's going to keep y'all connected. It's going to keep y'all linked to one another. It's not easy to move away from somebody that you consistently having sex with and you have that vulnerability with and you have that connection with spiritually, emotionally, physically. That The beautiful thing about being married is I can express love in every way possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the only relationship where there is no boundary where I can express love. Mm-hmm. I can express it in every way, verbally, you know, I can write it down and then I can express it physically. Right. That was, that's what makes the marital relationship different from all the rest of them. So when we take that out, what makes it different? Yeah. What makes it different from the other relationships in our life? Right. Right. So, um, I want to make sure you all understand how serious this is to God because there are a lot of people doing this and believe that it is not a sin. Whenever God commands something, if we do not do it and we're disobedient to it, you are walking in sin. You're walking in disobedience. And a lot of people, Christians, you're not seeing it as disobedience, but it is. And it's causing lack in other areas of your life because you're not walking in obedience in this one area. When God says come together with your spouse, it is a command. (laughs) It's a command. And so if you are a husband or a wife that you have been walking in disobedience to God's word, you need to repent to God you need to repent to your spouse and then you all need to have a conversation to say I desire you I do want to get aligned with God but I need you to change I need some changes made so I hope this conversation has been fruitful for you all tonight this has been Tara and Jason with God in therapy you all have a good night take care